Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Podium Podcast. I don't remember the number. <laughs> Two. Blah, 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 blah. 257. Cool. Right, we're here. I'm back. I took last week off due to air pollution. <laughs> New York was under a cloud of funk. And uh, last week, Wednesday, it was really bad. Like, really, it got dark at like 2 o'clock. Shit was real. I walked my dog. It looked like it was 8.30 at night. But it was 2 in the afternoon. That was crazy. That whole day felt like odd. I thought some aliens were going to jump out that shit. <laughs> you look at the news, the fucking bridge is orange and yellow and all kind of different fucking colors, and they telling us it's from Canada. Shit got bad. But so far, so good. It's cleared now. We back. Niggas was right back partying. Fat bitches was jumping gates for fets. Oh, summer was. So, yeah, summer ain't even start yet, but the big bitches got their ass out already. What the fuck going on? I'm back. I ain't even got no topic tonight. I'm going back to me. For real. I'm going to talk some real life shit today. I'm going to eat these cheese doodles. Pardon me. I don't want to chew on the mic. That's nasty. But if I go to the side of the mic, you can't hear me chewing. I'm coming. Hold on. Pause. Hey, yeah. Anyway, so as I unpacked last pod about my issues with my dad, <clears throat> not even an issue, his issue, I don't have no problem with nobody in the world. Uh, so, told y'all my dad ain't seen my daughter since she was the day she came home, which was like four days old. <laughs> uh, she's now four months old. I blew him up in the group chat. Starts calling me. Blew my uncle up in the group chat. Starts calling me. My uncle has never physically seen my daughter. I remember I told y'all where, how I was there for him and his time. And everything like that. But that all don't matter, right? So now, when I say this was Monday night. Here's the thing about my household. We take our ass to bed, okay? I don't know what the fuck y'all do at y'all homes. We be in the bed. I be sleep. My daughter be sleep. My girl be sleep. Like, niggas be in the bed, my nigga. So... My father has been calling and texting me. I don't, I don't respond because I don't have nothing to say, bro. It is what it is. I got, your actions told me enough, you know. And I know people will go listen to this like, but that's your father. And it's like, what I want people to understand is that he knows he's my father too. So don't tell me who he is. He need to know who he is. And he should have been who he was supposed to be. So that's your fault. Right? You can't control how people react. Now, we fast forward to Monday. It's about maybe nine at night. I'm watching the game on my phone. The baby sleep. My girl is asleep. Lights is out. I'm watching the game on my phone with my headphones on because that, as a parent with a baby, <laughs> you got to watch your entertainment on the low. Got to put that, turn that screen the fuck down. Keep that one ear part in because you want to be able to hear the baby. If she, eh, you want to hear that. You don't want to be in there 
locked into the game, you fuck around, roll over, your elbow in the baby eye, all kind of shit. You don't want that. <laughs> so, uh, my girl's son is in the shower. So the doorbell rings. And I'm like, who the fuck is ringing the doorbell at 9.54 at night? Who is probably, you know, on our block, there's, there's, there's riffraff. So it could have been somebody that's trying to get in the building, maybe one of the neighbors or some shit. So we look at the screen, my... My son looks at the screen and he's like, yo, who is this old dude just standing here? Like, what the fuck is he ringing the bell for? I don't know this guy. So he walks away from the intercom. My father rings the bell again. Now, at this time, my father calls me, my uncle calls me, my brother texts me, and then my uncle texts me. My uncle texts me to say, yo, stop playing. We outside. I'm coming to the intercom now. Mind you, I didn't read this text until after I went to the intercom. But I go to the intercom and I tell my dad, yo, what are you doing? The whole house is asleep. We sleep. The baby sleep. We, we, yo, it's too late. Yo, the baby sleep. Yeah, everybody sleep. It's, it's a school night, bro. Because it's Monday night. Kids got to go to school on Tuesday. And they had a doctor's appointment Tuesday, so they had to get their rest. Everybody got shots and shit. It was crazy. The, the doctor done pricked my fucking baby again. I'm, listen... I don't like that. I'm going to just move on. <laughs> so this nigga's like, can you come downstairs? And I say, no. No, that's not. Now, you see, you're not even respecting my boundaries. You cannot force a conversation from me. You know what I'm saying? You got to give me my time. I expressed myself and told you how I felt as a man. Was a hunted. Was brutally honest. You copped a plea in every text you sent. Somebody you want to explain? Explain what? Ain't nothing to explain, nigga. You a grown man. You don't got to explain yourself to me. I'm grown. That's what you got to understand. Now, you see, I don't know if you expect me to, to, to beg for your presence in my daughter's life. No, no, no. I didn't even, that's not the reason I said anything. I just wanted you to know that I noticed. And that it's not okay. However, now that you know that I know, I'm cool. Long as you know. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the times people be having issues with people and the person that they got issues with don't even know why they got an issue. I'm not like that. You gonna know why I got an issue and I'm gonna move the fuck on. I am gonna inform you why I'm, I'm moving away from you. Right? And then I hear the other people, well, that's your dad. You only get one dad. I understand all of that shit. I understand all that. Yeah, all, all that's cool. That's all great. Like y'all, I'm built different from y'all. I move how I protect my peace. And if my peace means that anybody has to go, right? If I'm not gonna uh allow you to do this. Because I'm not, I'm not like upset. You know, I'm also disappointed. Disappointed. I had I expected more of you. So when you have expectations, sometimes they don't get met. And it's okay. However, to stop further disappointment, you would have to remove what caused the disappointment. Now I'm not telling you I'm cutting my father off or whatever. I'm taking time. And I know we don't have time and all that shit and everything like that. And, oh, you don't know how much time you said now. Is that? All that shit. Yeah, whatever. I hear you. 
This is how I operate. You know? This is how I operate. I didn't say a word to you. You call me, I don't answer. So now you pop up. I don't know how you got my girl, my address. Got it from my brother, clearly, because he called me. But I'm not mad at my brother for that. I didn't even call that nigga about nothing. I didn't even say nothing about him. I, he, I knew he was he's my brother. I don't care about that. I was, I was waiting for that, to be honest. I was expect. I thought he would have did it during the day, to be honest. I thought he would have did it the day I was at work, and my girl would call me, and I'd be like, yo, she'd be like, yo, your father here. And I'd be like, all right, whatever. I'm not there, so I, w- I can't do nothing. I'm not going to jump on the phone, like, don't answer the door. No, no, that's cool. I'm not there, so whatever. He want to do all that fake shit around you, and you want to be nice and let him in? Go ahead. Had I been there, the answer's no. Because you don't, you don't do that. When you had every opportunity to do that, you didn't want to. You took no initiative. So now you want to kind of force your shit. That's no, we not. That's not how that works. You don't do that. I'm see. Then this the thing. You you think I'm your child still? I'm not a child anymore. I don't need you. I don't need my daddy. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you're a parent now. I love you. You're still in my life. I I appreciate you for giving me life. But if you are not in line with what I'm on, then we don't have to interact. I've done this with my mother. I disassociate myself. I do this with a lot of people. And they take it all negative because they feel like I'm running or avoiding. I don't give a fuck what you call it. What I'm calling is protecting my peace. You're not going to make me crazy. You're not going to take me off my spot. I told you, niggas, I found my zen a long time ago. I've been happy for a long time. You know how I got here? By, By not entertaining bullshit. Right? Not allowing disrespect calling it out on the spot and moving forward. You know what I'm saying? I take it as disrespect as a man. If my child has a has a child, my first grandchild, I would be there every step of the way. I would want to see that baby all the time. I think most people would, would like, if you raised your kids, I don't think you mind the grandchildren. I don't really, I don't, I don't see the harm. Like, it ain't your kid. You ain't got to take her home. You ain't got to change a diaper. You ain't got to do shit but spoil it. And then if you don't even want to come around, okay, cool. All communication is not verbal. Sometimes people tell you to your fucking face. It's up to you to believe it or not. A lot of people be in denial. I, I, I'm not in denial. Oh, I accept. <laughs> I see, I understand, and I accept. And now... The way I move forward is this. If I'm, you know, you don't like it, that's too bad. Stop, don't come back to my house. Because you go see the same thing again. Eh. So, yeah. That was my uh, Monday for this week. But it's cool. Father's Day is this weekend. Salute to all the fathers. This is my first Father's Day. You know, I'm happy to be a father. I took the day off of work. I just want my girl like, what do you want to do? It's your father's day, her father's day. I'm like, I just want to. She gets, she loves this stuff. She gets, she gets up for holidays and she likes to buy gifts for people. And God bless her. I love her to death that she'd like that because I'm not like that. I don't look, I don't take these things that, that deep. For me, I was like, yo, just make me some food 
I stay home, we be with the kids and shit, and I'm cool. Like, I was, shit, for me, it's just it's a day off. Honestly, I don't want to do nothing too crazy. That's just me. But she said she got me some gifts, and I'm going to appreciate it. I don't she She tried to give me a clue. I don't know why you do that, Nicole. She always, you know. <laughs> but I told her she didn't have to get me anything, but of course she got me something. I don't know what. But I'll tell y'all, I'll tell y'all next week what it is. Or we'll see it on Instagram. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? But yeah, Father's Day's coming up. Um, you know, I'm happy. I'm, you know. I posted a picture pushing my daughter in the shoulder the other day, and the shit is doing like numbers, bro. I got like 800 likes for that. What are y'all gonna do if I ever post up? Like, what the fuck? But I appreciate it. No, <laughs> And I do share pictures of my daughter and my close friends, but that close friends list is not very big. So, and it's like family in there. So I really, shit, I could text them, but I, I whatever. Sometimes they see it, sometimes they don't, but they, it's just in there. So, I, you know, people on close friends have seen her, but I've never posted my daughter publicly. Um, I always had reservations about that. And, um, for me, it's just like being so guarded. Like, I give so much of myself to my social media. I try to protect the people around me from that shit. I don't, because I don't want them exposed to the, to the, to the weird shit. Because it gets weird. I don't know if people understand how weird the internet is. It's a weird place. And sometimes, you know, on Instagram, people feel like they know you anyway. But, and it's because we share so much. And for me, it's just like, I don't want to share everything because these people don't know me. And I don't want these people to feel like I'm letting them know me by posting shit that I care about for real, for real. Like, And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, people are like, oh, well, you're giving one day your poster. And I'm like, mm, no. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's me. My girl not really into that either, but she just don't use, she really don't use her Instagram much anyway, so for her, it's like whatever, but um, I don't know. I've been warming up to the idea of it. You know, I feel like my daughter's so beautiful. I feel like I do want people to kind of like see that beauty. You know, I ain't got to hide her, but we'll see. I'm more open to it than I was before she was born. Because now it's like looking at her every day, it's like, oh my God, that would be so fire on the gram. She just did this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that she didn't give consent. And that's the thing. I mean, I, my daughter did not sign off. She did not ask to be posted on it. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. You know. It's in consideration. So what's been going on this weekend? It was, it was uh, Governor's Ball in New York. Kendrick Lamar, Pusha T. A whole bunch of people perform. And then on the coconut side, <laughs> they had a party called Sands. I believe this is in Williamsburg or some shit like that. And the Puerto Rican Day Parade happened. That was, yeah, that was going on. Interesting. Told a lot of Spanish ass outside Sunday. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Sands. Now I seen video 
I had many friends that went and got in and they attended and had a great time. The ting ton up scene, the ting ton up, whatever the fuck that mean, all that Jamaican shit or whatever that is. Um, no disrespect. I'm joking. I hope y'all know that. Like people be taking, yo, bro, you're racist. How that's racist? I'm black. I could be, I'm Jamaican to white people. Shit, nigga, what are you talking about? <laughs> they don't know what the fuck. I think he's Jamaican. I'm not even, <laughs> they don't, they will be all the same to them. We worried about that bullshit. We can't joke on each other. What can we do? Anyway. Sands sold out. Right? And this is a huge party, big promotion. Everybody was like, oh, I hope the smoke is clear before Sunday because I'm going to Sands. Rain or shine. People was really looking forward to this event. So apparently, your tickets was like $100. Security stopped letting people in that had tickets. And they was like, nigga, I have a ticket. I'm getting in. To the point, I see videos of bitches in thongs climbing gates with ladders. Where the ladders came from, I don't know. People are creative. Climbing the fence to get in. Big bitches, too. Like, bam, bam, bigelow holes. Crazy. And I'll tell you about these Jamaican bitches. They grew up climbing trees barefoot. A fence is not nothing to them. You cannot keep no Jamaican woman out no fucking party. If she want to get in there, she go get in there, big or small. If she's small, she go squeeze through the bars. If she big, her ass is coming over. Think I'm coming for that, but it's okay. It was funny. <laughs> um... Last night, did the podcast with the store. We had Smoke Dizzle on. Great guests. Shout out to Smoke Dizzle. Spoke about some wrestling, some sneakers, some fashion, some rap shit. Excellent episode. I'm going to be 100% transparent. At my store, we have had some bullshit guests. We had Serrani last week. You guys remember who that is? It's, it's, it's Serrani. Trash. The fuck out of here, Duke. Worst fucking pod we ever did, my nigga. Ever. I hope it never fucking comes out. Come to find out, store owner don't even like that motherfucker. Fuck that nigga. We didn't even... You know, if I wish we knew that before we fucking even booked the nigga. Had to pay him and all that. <laughs> fuck we paying this nigga for? Yo, bro. We had cranium on... Cranium ended up giving us an excellent podcast. Shout out to Cranium. The episode with John John the Don. That one is out now. Um, I think we got we gonna drop the episode with Free the Youth next week. It was a uh, African brand from uh, Ghana doing big things. They work with Virgil. They work with um Jordan Brand. They got a lot of collabs on the way. Big things coming out of Africa. And we sat down and spoke to them. Good episode. But yeah, man. And the Serrani nigga last that shit was trash. But we the camp trail was in Florida with his kids for, for his son's birthday. So we had no cameraman. We used an iPhone and a ring light. That shit the fuck out of here. I'm wasting my damn time. I could have been home holding my daughter, dog. Dead ass. Or smoking or something, watching wrestling. I don't know. Anything but talking to that nigga. Fuck. But yeah, we had smoke this. It was fire. We spoke some wrestling stuff, but it got very heated. Not heated, but like very just, you know, wrestling shit. 
Well, I guess people wouldn't understand if they don't watch wrestling, so whatever. But we, we got into it, man, about the wrestler. His brain of wrestlers, Hulk Hogan. Um, I'm not a fan of Hulk Hogan by any stretch. Uh, I don't, you know, yeah, no. Mm-mm. I don't fuck with Hogan. Yeah, op. Nigga went to the ops and tried to run it up. Fuck out of here, nigga. And I get it, but nah. <laughs> anyway, Floyd Mayweather had a fake-ass fight with John Gotti III. I guess that's his great-grandson, it would be. Something like that. And, um, no, his grandson. The fight was called, and then the real fight happened after. Jocelyn Hernandez just went on a slapping spree. This bitch started slapping niggas in the back. I don't know what was she was on. She was slapping some big grown men in their face. Slapped the bitch in the back of the head for no I don't know what the fuck Shorty did. Slapped her in the back of the head. She throws water at Jocelyn. Jocelyn charges the girl. He said it was a fight from one of the cast members of her show. So I don't know um, what that was about. I guess it was an on-site type thing. And she saw Shorty and it was lit. The video was crazy, though. The video was wild. It was like Jocelyn versus everybody. But nobody's fighting back. She's winning. They're trying to take off this girl. And Jocelyn keeps getting away. And then when they come to go grab her, she slaps them in the face on some pimp shit. They drop, they fall her back a little bit. She's kicking this girl in the head. Then her husband comes out of nowhere. He starts swinging and shit. Shit got crazy. Then she got locked up for it. Jocelyn had a hell of a weekend, boy. I'll tell you what. Hell of a weekend. Um, what else is going on now? Let me look at my phone. I did have topics, but a lot of them is from last week. They kind of aged out. Um, oh, 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 shit. Uh, I'd be repressed if I didn't speak about this. And this is my guy. I like this kid. Zion. We're going to talk about Zion for a minute, man. Zion Williamson. Zion, what the fuck, bro? I I I didn't understand. I was on this. I, I, I fought for this nigga. And this is, I said this, and I know better. And I learned this will be the last lesson. I always say I'm not defending these niggas because these niggas will always let you down. I say that. And I jumped in for Zion and said, this bitch is lying. She been tweeting for no proof, no pictures. None of that shit. No pictures with him together, no nothing. She's posting wire transfers. and I'm like, uh, text message combos and Snapchat combos. I'm like the nigga. So his name on Snapchat is Zion Williamson. He ain't got no 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 fly shit. Like didn't he have a Snapchat since he was a little kid? Like he only 22. But um, apparently this is uh, this is real, bro. Apparently Zion was really out here wilding with this Mariah Mills bitch. What her? Come on, bro. Hurt my heart, bro. All that money. And you that? Oh, God. And I and I got the confirmation from um Queen's Flip 
the Zion's baby mother is one of Queens Flip's people. So he said he spoke to her and heard Zion in the background. And it, yeah. Yeah, this is uh this is this is happening. So now I go on ESPN today. And this is not even because of this, but it just it make it is making it hot. They think they talking about trading Zion for Scoop. And you know what? I'm not even mad at it. Trade his ass. Get him out of New Orleans. He need a fresh start. But don't put this nigga in another small city. Put him somewhere where he could be seen. Because he been getting this shit off. Nigga, you was flying that nasty-looking ant-built bitch to New Orleans and nobody seen nothing? Nobody seen Zion Wait, but well, well, what the fuck? Ain't no paparazzi in New Orleans. What the fuck? They Small market team, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a young team, so they, they ain't even had no vets to tell them, like, hey, brother, don't do that. You could do better than that. You could probably, probably fuck up for free. You just paying this bitch bills. Hundred grand a month? Bro, that's why she mad, nigga. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, I get it, shorty. Mm. Mm. But in all fairness, this is just like bullshit. Moy ain't break no law. He's 22. He's fucking hoes. He's supposed to do this. He hurt. He got to go work out, bitch. Come suck my dick. That's right. I just saw you on fucking, uh, on Spank Bang. I need you to pull up in real life. How much? The fuck? Fuck that. I'll get it. Get, get it off. But you could have called Tiana Taylor for way less, bro. A Tiana, a Tiana Trump. You could have called Tiana Trump for half of that. Way more than, way lower. Ask the football niggas what they... Let me shut up. Donald Trump. (laughs) Speaking of Trumps, Donald Trump got arrested in Miami. Ain't no footage of him getting arrested because he's the president. But yeah, ain't no mugshot because he's the president, but they booked him. Crazy. Um, people are happy about it. I don't really care no more. Like, look, Donald Trump is a is, was a billionaire at one point in his life. You don't think these? You think how do you, you think people become billionaires with no kind of fraud, or no kind of law being bent, or no kind of lies being told? Like, what, do you, what world do you people live in? The entire government is corrupt. We do know this, right? Like, that's not a conspiracy theory. That's honest. The government will tell you they fucking corrupt. Sorry, I'm high and I'm fucking these cheese doodles up. Um, I, I started liking Donald Trump after he after the president shit. Like, after he was the president no more, and I seen how fucking bad <laughs> Joe Biden is, I was like, yeah, we fucked up. Yeah, we, we we had it wrong. See, we was letting racism blind us when we should have been letting business guide us. Donald Trump was for the money. We ain't get shit from Biden's... Man, this nigga... I think he forgetting how to talk. Do you see this nigga with this speech the other day? I think he forgot how to talk. Joe Biden is fucking crazy. Yo, bro, we got to get him out of there. 
We got to stop letting these old niggas run this country. We ain't no, we ain't going to get nowhere. Like, what's the qualifications to be president? Barack was how old? 40-something? And he was the youngest? We Yo, we need to keep it around that. Let's get a nigga about 38. Did all his school shit. Right? Was councilman. Then when he was a senator. And then, all right, after you senator, you could run for mayor. I mean, you could run for uh, president. So, okay, ain't, ain't, we ain't got no young up and coming. Like, we need to f- back these niggas. Like, do you know we made Obama president, nigga? Oprah seen that nigga and said, this nigga can do this. Let's support him and give him the funding to do it. Because it's very expensive to run for president. Which is why pretty much Donald Trump got in there. He had the funds. He got endless fucking money. I can run campaigns every fucking hour on the hour. Hillary Clinton could never. <laughs> He started pulling his dick out on them stages. Like, people ain't like it. And when you start to watch back that shit, like, you watch these old debates, you're like, I'm voting for this nigga. That's how I felt watching that shit. I was, I was pulling up on YouTube the other night, bored. Well, look at Donald Trump old, old fucking debates. Looking at him, like, I'm, man, I'm voting for that nigga. He might be a little rude, but he sound like he know what he's talking about. Some of it is a little outlandish, but some of it is like, don't act like you never thought that. We're going to build a wall to keep him out. Now, look, we got all these fucking immigrants. Hold up, nigga. We got all these fucking Mexicans running around random with carts and shit. That's Biden, nigga. You got fucking stupid-ass Eric Adams going to tell you, let them live in your crib and pay some of your rent. Nigga, are you fucking crazy? You want me to go take some fucking random migrant off the street and let them live in my shit? Are you dumb? Nigga, are you fucking dumb? dumb? Do you know what Mexican shit smell like, brother? Let them live in your fucking house. This yo, who we got running this shit? I feel like like my life is in a simulation because I'm living in New York. I need to get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> I need a trip. I need to just move. We go move to another whole another state. Start all over, like nigga. I'm going to Delaware. You niggas can have this shit. See ya. You know what I mean? I don't know. But it's your wild. We got this old nigga running this country, man. Running it to, to the fucking ground, too. At that. God damn it. Um, The weekend. Yo, dog. I started watching The Weeknd show on HBO Idol. It's a good fucking show, bro. It's good, bro. Now, the first episode is a little wild. As far as like what exactly is going on, <laughs> but it's fucking good. I'm not gonna spoil it for y'all. I'm not gonna tell y'all shit. Check it out. It's a really good show. What is it about? It is about this girl who's, I guess, she's a pop star, and they're trying to rebuild her after something happened with her mental health. And this is her road. To being lit again. She's trying to become the idol that she was before she came down. And this, you're watching it happen. You're watching the behind the scenes of it. You're watching everything as it unfolds, the little scandals and everything. The shit is so interesting and it's so good. And the weekend ain't even really like in the show, like you forget that's the weekend. He's really good in this shit. Because when I seen him in the scene, I'm like, oh, shit, The weekend. And then as you watch it, you just kind of like, oh, shit, this guy's killing this shit. You don't really think, oh, look at The weekend. You don't think that no more. 
I think he should do movies. He do. He should. He had his hair slicked back with the ponytail. I'm like, all right. But when the scene goes and you see him, like, oh, this nigga, okay, he, he, he got this shit. Talented brother, man. Talented. But this show, Idol, on HBO, check it out. Check it out. There ain't much shows going on right now, but that's a good. It's just started. Season one. Just started. Um, what else I got? Okay. So, this is a topic y'all like. I come from the era of talent got you lit. If you were good at something, you were popular. You were good at basketball, football. You was a good rapper. You was good. I didn't have a talent. That's what made you popular. Now, especially with the women, they're using their bodies as their talent. To which they're buying, they're getting these BBLs, they're doing these surgeries, and they're rapping in like very vulgar lyrics. But I mean, listen, again, I'm not, I'm an old nigga. I'm about to be 38. Me even saying this is weird for me, but I have a daughter. I have three daughters. And this is the music that's surrounded. Well, no, not surrounded. We don't listen to that shit, but we can't control everything. They have the internet. If you have to use your ass for attention over what you're actually trying to get people to focus on, for example, like, if you a rapper as a female, but I go to your page and I don't see you rapping, I just see your ass cheeks, I don't care about your raps anymore. Nobody wants to hear your little fucking raps at that point. Because what are you really up to? You, you're shaking your ass cheeks with oil on it, but you telling me go download your single. I don't want to down, I want to give you some singles. Download it. Are you, no. Get it together. If you have a nice body, that's great. But your talent should come first. For example, like Dream Doll. You banging body. I never seen her ass. Never. On BMF, maybe a little bit of her seen her body. But I, as a rapper, I never seen her in no bikini with diamonds on, fur coat, ass out. Just what, what the fuck? She raps. I feel like, you know, it was like a, because uh, you can't really blame this on one particular artist. You can't blame this on Little Kim. Can't blame it on Fox. You can't blame it on on Nicki because there were rappers that existed outside of them that were successful. You had Missy. You had Queen Latifah. You had MC Light. You had Salt and Pepper. They weren't doing provocative things, so it was always a lane for the sex and hip hop. But at this point now, all the female rappers that are relevant are on the same shit. They are nine, nine little Kims lit right now. You got Lotto, you got Meg, you got Cardi, you got Ice Spice. They all do the same shit. They all shake their fat asses. They all sell sex. But they want you to listen to their music. But then you listen to it, and what are they saying? The same, like, what are you... <laughs> Like, at least niggas rap about money. 
Bitches be rapping about how good they pussy is. Like, but what else you do, bitch? God damn. What else do you just fuck? That's all you do? Do you have a family? Do you like your dog? Like, damn, what else? Did you go shopping today? Bitch, talk about life. Everything your pussy so good. Wet ass pussy. About well, damn. And on top of that, prove it. You can't just be saying shit. You can't prove it, bitch. Y'all keep saying that shit. Y'all shit could be dead trash. The fuck? What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, let's see. Hmm. Here we go. I was thinking about this the other night. And I think I seen it in a comment somewhere, I believe. Why is it society doesn't push positive things? Like positive ways to live. Like all the movies that are, are, are movies are glorifying crime. Like people, like people are legends because they sold cocaine. What about the nigga that, that, that did regular shit and got rich? Like where's those stories at? Why we don't never glorify Steven, Steve Jobs and people like that? Why we always glorify the drug lords that we can't even, that's dead? Like, Paid in full, a movie about fucking criminals that sold a hell of a lot of drugs for five years and then pretty much got killed. Some went to jail, one was a rat. He died later. The other one's fat as shit and still walking around Harlem like he's just the 80s. And it be glorified bullshit. Bullshit. Like, we just watched the Michael Jordan movie Air, right? And that movie is not a movie about Michael Jordan. It's about Nike. In the 80s. That's a white man's story. Phil Knight, that's a white man that owns Nike. Michael Jordan made him billions of dollars. But this man was already doing well before Michael Jordan got there. He did way better after. But that, not, that story has nothing to do with Michael Jordan and everything to do with Nike. It's about the Nike brand. Michael Jordan couldn't have signed with anywhere and it would have worked. He had to go with Nike. At the time, Nike wasn't shit. But can you imagine a jump man on a pair of three stripes? Michael, they didn't even want to give Mike a signature shoe. They was going to give him a bull's colored converse. But what the fuck is that? They were like, no, we're going to give you a shoe. We designed it for you. It's catered for you. This is your shoe. And they literally drew up and built a Jordan 1 high for Michael Jordan. He made it a little bit higher. They put the laces a certain way. They, that was genius. So that story was told for that man, that white man, all them white men. When we tell a story, it's fucking uh, roots. Jesus. <laughs> Why the fuck I want to watch that? Hey, you ever seen the shit our great-great-great-grandfathers went through? You want to watch that depressing, demonic shit? So you can know where you come from? No, I'd rather not even know. You mean to tell me years ago, if I was born in the 1800s, they would have been beating me with whips and shit, making me go out in the field in a thick-ass denim shirt with boots on with no soles, jeans with probably crabs in them, and pick up cotton for 18 hours a day in the heat in the South? And if I didn't do it, I would be killed. They would rape my wife and take my children and put... I don't, yeah, don't want to hear that story. I, well, Let's talk about when we got to balling. Tell, tell me about the balling niggas 
that was business nigga balling. All the niggas we talk about that was balling was selling crack. Did, did we do anything else in them? In, 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 <laughs> why all the black people had to be great drug dealers? Like, we, that's all our story is it's bullshit. We need to change that narrative. What about Denzel Washington's autobiography? Can we do that? I would love to see that and let Denzel's son, who was also a great actor, play his dad. Let's see where it was then going to those auditions before you became Denzel. Tell his story. Great black man. Let's get a Jay-Z documentary going. Come on, Hove. Let's put that positivity out there and erase the drug shit. Let's start from when you was in the industry. I don't want to hear the drug shit. Skip that part because it doesn't matter no more. And I feel like telling that part of the story is what influenced niggas to jump out and do that shit. Because they think, oh, I'm going to be the next hoe. No, you're not. What happened for him was for him. That was his journey. That was his mission. He had to do that to become who he is now. You can't be him because you it ain't made for you. Your destiny is different. See, people be out here trying to be other niggas. You can't be other niggas. You got to be you and live what's for you. Don't be following niggas. The society never pushed positive shit, even the music. My son gets in the shower and everything he listens to is killer shit. And he's in there dancing to it. I'm going to kill me your op. I'm going to kill the op. Why y'all so mad? And what this little boy did to your little ass that you want to kill him? Nah, he killed my mans. Your man? How long you do that nigga? Since second grade. And you feel like you would kill for him now? And you how old? 16. So you sick. <laughs> These be kids, dog. These little YouTube rap niggas be 18. Rappers don't, like, I remember when Ludacris came out, that nigga was already like 25. Nigga had some age on him. Nigga was grown at least. Nigga already had a kid and everything. T.I. But nah, T.I. was young. But shit, Hov ain't popped till he was 26. That's why the content was what it was. But you don't, we don't know what Jay-Z raps would have sound like if he was 18. We heard Soldier Boys, though. We heard Bow Wows, though. If they niggas was to rap now, that if they got kids and shit, you think they be rapping, yeah, suck my dick, bitch, ho, uh. All that shit is young shit. But however, in, 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 in a society for black culture, the music with the most negativity in it gets the most attention. And it's not because of the listener. It's because of the industry. They push what comes out. They control what releases. They're the ones monetarily backing these artists, giving them the budgets to make these songs, to pay for these producers, studio time, st uh, stylists, choreography, all the stuff it takes to make a product. Shine it up, place it on a shelf. Here it is, Big Red. My pussy pink, my booty hole brown. This is, this bitch is, yo, what the fuck? If a girl was rapping about motherhood, she wouldn't get signed. This is my point. This is what I'm telling you. 
We are controlled in too many ways. And it's not the kids. I'm talking about us as a whole, the whole culture of the ebony people. We are controlled by everything we see. Our idea of success is a fancy car. Just the car. <laughs> we Just the car. Do you understand how small-minded that is? So you'll see a nigga pushing a phantom and you just want the car. You don't even want the nice crib, the other shit you got to have to match that car, the other shit you're supposed to have before that car. You just want the car to come drive it where? In your hood? Nigga, you live in the hood. Your, your goal is not to get out of there first. No, niggas want to shine in the hood, and then when they get killed, niggas can't believe it. How? You were supposed to take all that money, and instead of buying fucking jewelry and designer to sit around wolves, you take that money and you get your fly ass the fuck out of here and don't ever come back. That's the goal. That was always the goal. But niggas, we love shining on each other for no reason. How you going to shine on a nigga that's poor like you? You just happen to be having a good moment. That could be, you could be, anybody could have that. The clothes and shit, this jewelry shit, anybody could have these things. If everybody was doing the wrong thing, everybody would look the same. And then how important would all that jewelry be if everybody had a chain? It wouldn't matter, would it? It never mattered. <laughs> it, that fancy car never mattered. It ne- I told my girl today, I never wanted a car in my life. I've never owned a car. I'm 37. And I'm not, that niggas are sitting there, whoa, what the fuck? That's you. You needed a car probably where you from. In New York City, never need, I never needed a car. I can only speak for me. When people tell you, no, nah, I need a car, man, they want a car. They don't need a car. They want it. And that's fine. I never wanted one, never cared about it. I couldn't tell you shit about a car. I don't know nothing about cars. I could change a tire. I could pull a gas tank. I could partially drive it. But outside of that, your carburetor fucked up. I'm not going to be the one to make that diagnosis. I have no idea what a carburetor looked like, boy. Or your radiator needs I don't know what that is. What is a radiator? I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. We in the game of living beyond our means to impress people that don't even care. It's sad. That is our society. That is black people's society. We want to look it. We don't want to be it. Nigga be fly as hell with nothing nowhere to go. Nothing to do. And once he go home at the end of the day and take all that shit off, he the same bum he was when he put that shit on. It don't change you, nigga. Outfit don't make you better than no fucking body, nigga. Your soul's still dirty. What the fuck you did for that outfit? Just probably fucked somebody's life up on the other end, but you don't care because you don't know them, right? You got your jeans. You got your sneakers and your hat and all your little shit. All right. That energy that you used for bad is going to float around you and grow and watch you. And at the most inopportune time, that bubble of evil is going to drop and pop all over you. And something's going to happen to you or to someone you love. And it's going to break you down. And you're going to be wondering why. Think about all the shit you're currently doing or ever did. That's why. And that is why it's important to live with intention and to mean what the fuck you doing out here. To not be a troll 
to not fuck with people's peace, to understand that if you are in a bad space and want to protect your energy of someone else, you should probably give them space. If I was to speak to my dad right now in this moment, I don't know what the fuck I would say. And that is why I'm not responding. That is why I'm keeping my distance. Because I don't want to say something that I might one day regret. So knowing that, I move intentionally at my own pace. When I'm ready to talk, I will. And if at that time he does not want to speak, I understand. When I get to that place, I'll be ready. But see, you got to know yourself mentally. You got to know what triggers you. You got to know how you operate. I know me inside and out now. I'm emotionally intelligent. I understand things differently. So. (sighs) Push more positivity, man. That's all I'm saying. And know, and, and know the law of the universe. The law of the land. Like, everybody want to believe in God and all that's good. The universe is what, the, what it is. That is what it is. It's an, unly, unlying, un, it's an underlining life of energy. If your energy is negative, you will get negative. If you are positive, if you are intentional, if you move with purpose, you'll get, that, you'll get all that back. As I'm walking to this studio, I see a friend of mine from a way back. He says, yo, I saw you posted something about a podcast dropping. Is that out? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it came out yesterday, 8 o'clock. Yo, I'm going to check that out when I get home. I seen you, uh, thing, I liked it up. Yo, keep doing your thing, man. I'm supporting you. I fuck with it. Thank you, bro. Right? Kept it moving. I walk up the block. I'm walking to the studio. I get close to the, uh, to the corner, and this guy pulls his car up and slams right in front of me. And he's like, yo, big bro. And I'm like, I must know this nigga. So I go to the window. He's like, yo, bro, my bad. I just had this time. I'm wearing my SB4s. They're like, yo, I just ordered those. My shit's come tomorrow. I had to stop when I seen you on your feet, bro. Are those, like, comfortable for real? I'm like, oh, yeah, these are comfortable, bro. They they don't feel like regular fours. They actually comfortable. They feel, I don't know what they did, but they good money. He said, yo, you got your true size, right? I said, yeah, I got a 10. I'm a 10. Yeah, all right, cool. That's what I did. All right, bet, bro, yo. I just want to say, yo, it's just all this, it was positivity. It was just positivity coming from everywhere. And I'm like, yo, what? And as I walked over, I'm like, what the hell is going on? I'm paying attention to the positivity that's around. I'm like, oh, shit, that was, that was <laughs> not random. I mean, it was hella random, but it wasn't, I wasn't weirded out by it because I'm like, okay, that is the energy I give. I give that. I give positive. I give you know, inspiration. I'm not too arrogant. I'm not cocky. I'm very humble. I'm appreciative of people and, you know, all of that shit, how they feel towards me and how they support me. I appreciate everything. So, you know, that's the energy I give. That's what I get. Now, had I been out here being disrespectful to people and an asshole to people, when people would see me, it would be bad. It, would be, it wouldn't be no love. It would be niggas would be trying. Yo, you a bitch, nigga. Huh? Yeah, I seen that shit you said on the internet, nigga. You ain't like that. What? It could be that. It could be that. But it's not that. Because my energy is good. I move intentional, bro. I go A to B every day. 
I don't stress shit I can't control. I don't let things bother me. I stay within my mental realm. I have an emotional budget that is very strict and I cannot go over it. And I don't. I am always emotionally under budget, historically. I control myself. I have my moments where I do, you know, have my little moods. I'm a Virgo. I'm moody sometimes. You know what I mean? But for the most part, I'm in control. I manage myself very well, I think. And, um, yeah, man, you just, if you got negativity going on in your life, just get rid of the shit. Drop the shit, bro. Let it go. Don't give it a t- Just, like, fuck it. If you can get, if you can just ignore it, ignore that shit. Not even ignore. Like, if it's something you really don't have to give a response or energy to, then don't. Then don't. These life is, I say it all the time. Life is about choices, bro. It's a long life of choices. And the choices you make determine your 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 future. If you decide to engage in bicker and back and forth bullshit, that's gonna be your future. If you decide to be the bigger person and just let things be sometimes, and or if you like learn to understand more and see people from their perspective. When it makes sense, you know, having empathy for people that are going through things. I had to learn empathy. I didn't have empathy till I had kids. Until my daughter, when you see like, like, uh, let me think. All right, like when my daughter's sick, not my new, but my three-year-old, but she's sick. You feel helpless because you can't do anything to make her feel better. And you would, I would take that cold right now if you could just feel better. And you can't, there's nothing you can do. That empathy right there softened me to understand things more. So now, you know, for example, if, uh, if I know she's tired and she's crying and she's just, angry. I give her grace because I understand that now. I understand like children can't always communicate how they feel so they express it. And somewhere along our lives we lose that. We stop expressing it and we just learn to hold it in. We got to go back. We got to revert and start expressing ourselves like children with no fear. And this is not a joke. I'm seriously. Children express themselves unapologetically. If they don't feel a way, they don't know how to not say things because they're innocent. They don't know about feelings. They don't know about those things. We teach them those things. But children are brutally honest when they're young. And it's because they have to express themselves. If they're allowed to. A lot of parents stifle their kids and teach them, don't talk, don't speak, don't talk, don't shut up. So the kid never says shit. But most kids that don't have that, you know, they express themselves. Me, I feel like a part of the reason why I had so much clashes in my life with people and friends and family was because I do express myself. And I express myself much like a child, very raw, very unapologetic. I'm going to tell you how I feel. 
I try my best not to be disrespectful about it. I try my best not to be hurtful with what I say, but you will know how I feel. If you won't, if you don't know, you'll oh, you'll definitely see it. And I also have no problem telling people how I feel. Like, I'm not afraid of confrontation. Do I avoid confrontation? Of course. If it's not on my terms, who walks into a fight blind? You got to prepare, right? Okay. You can't pop up on me and expect me to engage. Nigga, you're not doing that. <laughs> you're going to be on my time. That's how we do that. You don't, you know, you don't, Floyd, you don't knock on Floyd's door and he just come out. No, you got to go through a few niggas before you get to Floyd. And you got to see if you're worthy. Let me see. Nigga, you ain't ready. This nigga don't want to go, go get the bag. <laughs> but um, now, nah, all jokes aside, though, yeah, we got to get back to that communication. Um, free game. And this is something that I learned within this last year. Make the easy decision. Make the easy decision. And what I mean by that is, if you are faced with a decision where what you want to do versus what you're asked to do, and if what they, you're asked to do is not as important as what you want to do, do what you want to do. You understand what I'm saying? Now, let's say, Yo, I got tickets to the game tonight. Damn, man, I really want to just go home, bro. Do I, do I really want to go to this game? Hell no, nigga. I don't want to go home. Go home. Go home. Nah, bro, I'm going to go home, bro. Come on, man. I got good seat right on the floor. Yeah, nah, man. I'm going to go home. <laughs> I really want to go home. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I'm going to go home, bro. Thank you, though. I appreciate that. Now, you might never get invited anywhere again. So? You didn't want to go any fucking way. That's me. I, I, I'm really being telling about myself. I get invited places, and I'm like, damn, why the fuck they invite me to this shit? I know I'm not going to go. But then I hit them with the answer, the okie doke. Oh, you know, I'm going to see you. I got the kids, you know. I'm not fucking going, man. I'm not going. I'm not going ever. I'm not fucking going. I'm going home. I'm going home. The easy decision is always the right thing. I was talking to my boy last night. He said he's a photographer, my boy. Shout out to Trill. He's at a party. Fucking gunshots go off in a party. He's doing his job. The man could have been shot just doing his job. Did he want to go to that party? No, but it's a job. So now he's like, no more parties. And yeah, you're fucking right, no more parties. Because is it worth it? I would have rather been home anyway. The easy decision was to stay home. The hard decision was to get up, get dressed, grab my shit, and get over there. Ah, oh. The easy decision. When you know you got a woman that's in your life that love you for real, and it's not just sex, it's not lust, it's not we, she fuck with me. No. You know when a woman loves you. All men know. We may act stupid, ladies, but we fucking know. We know. We might not say it back right away. We might not say it back at all. But we fully know who love us and who do we know. That's why we be begging y'all to come back. <laughs> we be like, oh, shit, I think I fucked up. I, I, so, oh. Let me go get her. Yeah. Because, um, you know, 
The easy decision is the girl that love you. And it take time for a person to love you. So that means you got some kind of rapport with this person that loves you. Love them. Love them. What's the easy decision? To go and find somebody else to love you when somebody love you right here? And you made there's something you that you earn that person's love. Accept that shit. Embrace that and enjoy it. You earn someone's love. That is beautiful. I think in our society is like a taboo thing to love each other. You could love your girl, bro. You could. It's all right. You ain't always got to just love your niggas. Like, no, I don't love no niggas. I don't have niggas I love. I love my family. I love my girl and my kids. Niggas? I don't have not one homie. I love you, bro. We cool. Love, nigga. I ain't talked to you in four or five months. I see you when I see you. I don't love you, man. I don't think about you. I don't care. I don't check on you, nigga. Y'all niggas don't check on me. The fuck? No, so I don't love no homies. I think I don't know. But you earn a woman's love and she's doing for you and she's breathing life into you and energy into you and, and, and positivity into you. All you have to do as a man is relent and allow it. Allow it, bro. It changes your life so much, bro. It make everything better. Because when you be good to your girl, she be she better she is to you. Just be a good nigga. Make the easy decision. Yo, I'm going to go home, bro. Chick hit you up, and you know you ain't supposed to be over there, nigga. Make what's the easy decision. Go home. Go home. Leave that shit, bro. Fuck that shit. Go home, nigga. Fantasize about it on the train or in the car, but you take your black ass in the house with that woman, bro. For real. The universe gonna try you. The universe gonna send people back your way that you thought you'd never hear from again. Never hear from again. Who the fuck is this? What the fuck do you want? Oh, no. Oh, no, I'm not there. Not, this is a different me. Bitch, I go home now. <laughs> Ain't none of that. Yeah, nah. Protecting the unit. Keep that family together. As a man with a family now, I can see how easy it is for a nigga to fuck it up. And I can also see how easy it is to keep that shit together. But it takes work and it takes real, real fucking... Now, you have to really love your partner. You have to really like your partner. You have to be friends with your... Like, I know a lot of couples that don't talk. They, they only talk about, like, like shit they got to do. Yo, you paid the water bill? Oh, I'm going to pay it right now. You paid the phone bill? Oh, shit, I'm paying right now. You took that chicken out of the freezer? Yeah, I took it out. It's on the sink. All right, thank you. I'm going to cook. I'm going to cook. You hungry? Yeah, I'm hungry. All right, I'll call you when it's ready. All right. That's that's people in their crib with their girl. Like, that's not... Y'all don't talk? Man, me and Nicole be fucking talking about all type of shit. To the... Look, my girl could talk, bro. And she only could talk because I could listen. <laughs> She wouldn't talk to me if I wasn't such a good listener. We be talking. We be having deep-ass conversations. I try to get her on the pod. She still don't want to come. We be having deep-ass conversations about all types of shit. All types of different shit. Like kids. and We debate. We, we don't always agree. Me and Nicole don't agree on everything. She have her opinions. I have mine. And we debate them. But we don't fight. We don't argue. 
It's fun. We just having conversation. We talk. I'm a talker. Yeah, I clearly. I'm a talker. I've always been a talker. And I remember in past relationships, I used to be told I talk too much. Nicole never said that to me. She's never said you talk too much. I've had girlfriends. You think, damn, nigga, you talk. All you do is fucking talk. I'm like, well, they, well okay. Well, maybe I'll shut up then. But that just me. I'm not for her. That's what that was. My girl now, she talked with me. So if there's something about you that people don't like about you, you ain't got to change that shit. That person just ain't for you. Because the person that's for you, they don't even see. I remember the quote, like, oh, do you get annoyed when I send you memes all day? I'm like, no. Oh, my ex used to get so mad. I'm like, yo, stop sending me stuff. And I'm like, oh, no, it don't bother me. I read them and I respond to them. I don't kind of, I don't have, that's, that's, what's the difference between that and texting? It's the same fucking thing. When I see certain memes, I send them to her too. We just communicate. But that's the easy thing. Make the easy decision. Take your ass home, bro. Now, that was my free game. We got new music, bro. Chanel Monet dropped heat. So I got to play some joints. Being that this is the end of the part, I let I talk the whole bit. And I got to stop playing music in the beginning, y'all. They starting to catch me. Spotify keep fucking taking my shit off Spotify because of the music copyrights. So what I figured was, nigga, you be opening the pod with a song. They going to catch it off rip. Yeah. So now I just talk. Come in, give y'all the bops at the end of the show. Give you a reason to listen to the whole fucking thing. So if you made it to this point of the show, boy, do I have some songs for you. Janelle Monet drop. My nigga Doughboy drop. I got some, got a couple things. You know what I'm saying? Moneybag Yo dropped. I think I played one of his joints last time. But yeah, man. Janelle Monet, very good album. I enjoy it. Um, okay, so this this is my joint right here. This is called Phenomenal, featuring Do Chill. Janelle Monet switched her shit up. She got up out them suits. They started taking her titties out. And we listen. If any of you other female artists want to take your titties out, scissor, I've been seeing that ass. She scissor gonna show her ass on Twitter. Now you gonna have to know that. If you follow Scissor uh, on Twitter, her ass is going to be in there clapping somewhere. She is shaking that ass, boy. And I'll tell you one thing. I appreciate it. Cardi B posted some shit there and then put a finger in her pussy. Cardi, listen. Keep it coming, okay? Y'all ain't doing shit else. Scissor on tour just ass out every week. Look, I love it. I love it. Okay. But yeah, this is phenomenal. This is... Janelle Monet and Do, featuring Do Chill, Do Chi. I'm looking at a thousand versions of myself. And we're all fine as fuck. Say it to my face. Bitch, say it to my face. Say it. Caught up in your trance. They get so nervous. They just want a taste. But you're serving. Can I get a taste? Pussy purring. What you serving? Now what you serving, sexy girl? She's so rare, so rare. They wanna meet our soft and cunt, so cunt. They wanna be her. Take me in, and baby, take me deeper. Take 
me deeper, take me deeper. She's a mystic, sexy creature. Ooh, she goes, she goes, and I'm a keeper. She's a god, and I am a believer. I believe her, I believe her, I believe her. She does so impressive, so phenomenal. She and all her best friends, so phenomenal. Hips like that a blessing, so phenomenal. I just had to check in, uh, so phenomenal. That was Phenomenal by Janelle Monet, featuring Dolce. So now, my nigga Doughboy dropped some heat. Oh, really? He got a song with Lola Brooke that I'm fucking... Ooh, it's a, it, I like this. This is uh, Dumb featuring Lola Brooke, Doughboy. Doughbeezy. Ready or not, here I come. This cool piece on night quilt, so please don't get slumped. My nigga, fuck me till I'm numb. Fuck me till I um. Hang near, bitch, one smoke, save your lung. Well, my niggas ain't gon' feel me. Love them all sincerely. Baddest bitch up in NYC, clearly. None of these niggas never been near me. Somebody bitch gon' fear me. I know I'm being no wrong, but a bitch still won't scare me. Ayo, do boy. Do you know, boy? Ayo, Lola, I just slumped boy by his Rolls Royce. $2,000 pot of shoes, step on broke boys. Dick all in your B, I'm throw, she getting choked, boy. I'm in Brooklyn where the gangsters know I'm safe. I be with the smarters, NYPD know my face. Drop a nigga faster than my lawyer, drop a case. You let me tell me where he stays so I can spin it like a combo on my safe. Posted in the slums with my gun. Bad as fuck, lick her up till she come on my tongue. Every nigga around me got a gun where I'm from. Niggas to go worldwide. I got hitters watching over me like they my third eye. But a peak can't pearl white. Niggas terrified. Blood boiling. So this glizzy getting sterilized. And I got that heat to make your temperature go scuba dive. Don't go against the mob. You better off committing suicide. Ride through NY and bed style. Here's do or die. Pussy here, pussy there. Can't make my mind up who to try. Dump the heat so much to fuck around and got the cooler hot. Said it was smoking, seen no damn why you ain't shoot the guy. Transporting drugs, little bros, he got his Uber hot. Make me mad, I spent 
that ass, I do it like I do the house. Niggas do not spin blocks, niggas getting blocked on. Bitches be the new fiends, getting niggas rocks on. I don't get no fuck about the Govy and they top laws. Niggas cannot get back, we already dropped off. My nigga acting freaky, I get in, I just drop drugs. Hey, ask me who pussy that it is, and I said not yours. I don't get no fucks about who see, we don't do lock doors. Tell my nigga go pop oh, yours. Really? I got you. Yeah. That was Doughboy and Lola Brooks. Dumb. I got one more from Doughboy too that I really like. Hold on. Now. This is um Doughboy ESTG. Man, listen here. This shit? ESTG is back. <laughs> that last project wasn't it. But this verse on here gives me a lot of hope. This nigga. Alright, so this is called Pick a Side. Doughboy ESTG. It ain't no beef unless somebody die. I'll be outside when you decide that you got tired of hiding. Drake was lying, he instantly got stiff and wrecked his rhyme. History of memory, I barely see him wrecked in nine. Gang so a bitch, you can't decide, nigga, make up your mind. Y'all was clipped up one point in time, the death made y'all divide. He go online and put the police in it every time. You try and leave a trace for the jakes today, you step in slime. Everybody slides, but they know big zone, a special kind. Put them on your best ones, he gon' stress some out every time. Turn in my chessboard, I'm the best for it, I pick and slide. The switch not missed, but AI hit surviving, boots you pride. Puts me be long lines, he quit after the second time. Dedicate your life, you'll be alright, I've been committed, mine. The big daughter, black mama, snake Kobe Bryant. Don't chill a post with him, get smoked with him, try and catch a ride. Riding with a fool, nigga, was my bro issue, but I made it mine. Got down my crib, pot that was flip flopping, now I drop your sign. Two in the one, cross turning up, I'm locked on either side. Can't let them beat us, we gon' tee up, what's the meetup time? Who got the drop, I'm buying. I knew someone who used to hate me as much as you. Next thing that he knew, it's over wings out and he flew. If what I heard was true, I got a bullet for you too. Cause beef is when you park the car, I gotta see it through. And beef, it ain't no speaking when you see me, nigga, shoot. Real beef could never be no pieces, me or you. And beef will probably end up being the flavor of your soup. I ain't turning down no beef, I'ma keep eating until I'm guilty. If I was you, pussy, I hate me too. When it's beef, you gotta pick a side, boy, I can't be too. Pick a crew, your decision better be wise when you choose. Like the moji, you in the chains of this 50 and spin through. Nigga, can't even count up all them blocks we been through. Put a hurry up with that top, bitch, I got options into. Brand new shipment on them blocks and them new chops just came through. Brand new switches on them, uh, yeah. Wishing I go fed, them pussy niggas want me dead. Shot this neck, the job ain't finished, nigga. You owe me a head. I said what I said, I get mad, I see red. Send the shot, that bitch got blocked, left his message stuck on red. Yeah, I knew someone who used to hate me as much as you. Next thing that he knew is over wings out any flu. If what I heard was true, I got a bullet for you too. Cause beef is when you park the car, I gotta see it through. And beef, it ain't no speaking when you see me, nigga, shoot. Real beef could never be no pieces, me or you. And beef will probably end up being the flavor of your soup. I ain't turning down no beef, I'ma keep eating it till I feel it, till I
Future, chill, chill. You gonna get my whole shit took down. Goddamn. Yeah, that's the Doughboy album, y'all. <clears throat> Doughboy dropped some heat. Yes. Oh, the NBA Finals. Congratulations to the Denver Nuggets. Yes, congratulations are in order for the Denver Nuggets of Denver, Colorado. They beat the Miami Heat in five games, but they didn't get swept. I said that. I said I had my had Denver in six. They won in five. So I, I'm not upset. I wanted Jimmy to, you know. I wanted Jimmy to make history, man. I, I really wanted to see that, you know. But hey, came up short. Didn't have enough firepower. Didn't have enough help. That Denver team was really good. I mean, this is the same Denver team from that bubble. That that damn man did it. They almost got LA out of here. Jamal Murray, Murray dropping 50 balls and it was it was it was getting real, joking, triple doubles in every game. But uh salute to the Denver, Denver Nuggets. Uh and uh my prayers out to the people that were shot after the game. It was a mass shooting outside of the arena right after the game, right after the fucking team went into championship, there was a shootout, and then I found out they said it was uh, about a bad drug deal. A drug deal go wrong. And like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is happening in Denver, Colorado? Y'all moving bricks in Denver? Goddamn. Yo. Well, yeah. Denver Nuggets, uh, will they repeat? If that team stays together, I can see them going back. In the West? Yeah. Unless the Warriors really make an improvement or they really get their shit together and play like they possibly can. Because they just won the championship last year. So for this year to be out so soon, you know. But uh, we'll see. Uh, the draft is next week, Thursday. So the NBA draft, you know who's going first. Uh, now, there's a lot of trade talk. So teams want to move up in the draft and they're willing to give up big pieces. Bradley Beal has said if the team trades him somewhere that he finds to his liking, he may agree with it. He has no trade clause in his in his contract. Like nigga, you can't just send me anywhere. Uh, so that's 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 gonna be interesting to watch. Damian Lillard hasn't asked for a trade at all. Uh, he has not admonished it. He has not said I'm not open to it. But I don't see Dame leaving Portland. I don't see him ever coming to another team on his own. I don't see Damian Lillard join. He won't never do it. 
Um, yeah, he's been in Portland all his career, so I think he leads him in every stat category as far as points, three-pointers made, playoff wins, all type of shit, like a lot. So, yeah, Chris Paul has been waived from the Phoenix Suns. Uh, not a shock. Chris Paul will be fine. He'll end up on a good team. Uh, at this point, it's about a championship for him. It's not about just playing. It's about playing at the highest level and winning a championship. Um, where Chris Paul will go, I don't know. Could I see him on the Lakers? No. I feel like Kyrie may move to L.A. He might make that jump to go play with Braun and A.D., which would make them a favorite to beat Denver for sure. Even at LeBron at 39 years old. <laughs> you give him Kyrie and AD, got a chop. Um, but it'll be interesting. Uh, July 1st is when all the trades can begin. I mean, outside of the, after the draft. Um, July 1st when free agency starts. And that's when you'll see players go into new teams or re-signing with the teams they're with. And it's going to be interesting to see what comes out of these things. Carl Anthony Towns is out on the market. Um, would love to see him come to Chicago. Uh, Vucevic is great, but I would love to have an offensive-minded big man that can defend and be a rim protector. Vucevic's not really that. He's more of an offensive player. Not much defense. Um, but we, we needed defense. Uh shit outside of that I got nothing man let me see should I give one more graze over the internet before I get out of here oh happy birthday to Gunner Gunner's birthday I can't say happy birthday because he a rat niggas kill me man fuck that nigga don't say happy birthday nigga man fuck that nigga you don't know that man Bryce why are you talking about happy birthday why I can't it's his birthday Uh, let's see. I don't want to talk about the Home Depot girl. Yeah, that wasn't important. Why Tracy Ellis Ross so goddamn fine? And old. Old, fine ass. Jesus My girl looked better than her, though, to be honest with you. I ain't even gonna hold you. I mean, Nicole looks better than Trace Ellis Ross to me. Weekend wants the idol fans to be disgusted by his character. <laughs> okay, I got... All right, let me keep rolling. I, don't you do it, Weekend. I love the show. Don't, don't, don't put no goddamn spoilers out there, goddamn. Chill the fuck out. Okay. Well, I don't see nothing important. So, with that being said, I bid you... Oh, hold on. DC Young Fly. Yes, forgot about that. Let's talk about DC Young Fly. <laughs> Have a hell of a speech at his uh, 
at his lady's funeral. Um, I'm not going to play the speech. I don't want to get, you know, it was a, it was crazy. But uh, salute to him. And he just made another statement that I'm going to play right now. That was tough. That was dope. And the, uh, the caption said, my music has always been based off real life and a reflection of my life, but staying motivated and prayed up to keep going is what I live by. My life is on display, unfortunately, but y'all get to see me stand on, those, on the words I preach. You got to stay prayed up. I didn't say I'm not human and I'm not emotional and I don't cry. But through the storm, with the strength God grants you and overcome anything. Yeah. Brother couldn't afford now listen, rest. man. God bless DC and his and his family. You know what I mean? I understand. I told you a long time ago. I don't con- subscribe to religion or Christianity or anything like that. But I understand it. People need that shit. If it helps them, let them have it. Some people need that shit, bro. They have to believe because it's the only thing that keeps them going. And if that's what it takes. Have at it. I understand it. I get it. So that's why, I, you know, I really stopped doing all that religion bashing shit because it's like, you got to understand. Like, that's what I was saying about the empathy. You got to understand people's reasoning and their side. You know what I mean? Remember the time I was very ignorant to that. Didn't give a fuck. My opinion was all I cared about. I didn't care about the other side or I didn't care about any other scenarios that could make sense to me and I would be like, oh, shit, okay, I'll get that. Let me stop. I just used to go straight crazy. But, you know, you live and you learn, you grow. And, um, you know, that's all we can do is continue to grow. We have to grow. You don't want to stay stagnant. But anywho, this has been a great episode. I feel good. Tomorrow, my little girl's stepping up from 3K to pre-K. Hallelujah. Hey. So we're going to be there tomorrow bright and early. She ready to sing her little song. They've been practicing. She's telling me to teach her practicing. We need to teach her practice. Okay. She she ain't want to sing the song for me today. She gonna sing it tomorrow. She's really shy, so we'll it'll be interesting to see. You know when kids get around these classmates, they get confidence. So let's see how she do tomorrow. I'm happy for her. I told her we gonna go, and she can get a toy. I told her whatever toy she want, but I took it back because you, yeah, nah, your kids expensive as shit. Toys cost money, man. I don't know what the fuck they doing. But uh, anyway, that's all I have for this week. See you guys next week.
Uh, peace. <laughs>